Maybe I sound a bit cheesy, but I was watching this movie called Empire Records, movie from the 90s with Liv Tyler with the soundtrack sounding like this. When I think about my life, I The plot is quite easy, there are a bunch of friends working on a record store and they try to save it from gentrification. They put a lot of things together, they call out for a concert, they call out for the whole community and then this shop is saved. Then something popped up into my mind. What do we have here? What are the local bikes shop that are building up communities? That's why we are going to go live with a mini-series of three episodes where we are going to talk with some of the coolest, in my opinion, bike shop around the world. This is episode number one. Hello everybody and welcome to Brunvagoon. You will not get there on a road bike. Hope you are doing great. I hope you like the Incipit. We're going to talk about local bike shops, especially the ones that are building community. You're going to know my style. You know already my style. So you know already what kind of bike shop I can work with and what I can call friends. I will start with these three episodes and then in the future, if you have any idea, just give me a shout and we're going to build up things uh, together. How can you contact me? Pretty easy. Calamaro.cc or Broomwagon Podcast on the Instagram. Hello at calamaro.cc. It's my email. Remember, you can share, subscribe, do whatever you want with this episode. Please go in your platform and rate it or put a comment. It's really appreciated. This helps me on climbing the podcast charts, and then everybody can really listen to that. Support, we were talking, right? You can support me if you go down there, you go on the coffee link, and you can pay me a coffee. Maybe here the call to action can be stronger. Please pay me a coffee. If you listen to this episode, pay me a coffee. This would help me keeping this podcast independent. Or just with the support of the cool people that I like the most, like the people from Komoot. Komoot is building up a platform for adventuring. It's not only giving us the opportunity on doing it through maps or highlights and everything related to that, but also by nurturing a community. We are going to talk about Komoot also with Mario in this episode, because Komoot is really supporting all of us in our adventure by bike, walking, or whatever is there. I mean, the most important thing is being outdoor, isn't it? If you want to be part of the community yourself, you still didn't register, go to komoot.com g, like Greenland, and put the code BROOM. Then you can take advantage of a free region, better, extra free region, and you can actually get the best out of the app, like turn-by-turn navigation, offline mapping, and everything related to that. Talking about support, two more things. Down there, the link, support the charity BK Geese, sorry, Bikey Geese. They are supporting, uh, actually teaching women refugees how to ride a bike, like a weapon of freedom, like only the bike can be cultural freedom or, or also movement freedom. And that's super great. Last thing, remember that this soundtrack is from Shasha Z. They are collecting as well money to give support to Ukrainian people that are suffering and they're really getting shelter from bombs from the attack from an invaders. Also there, down in the description below, you can download this soundtrack and uh, yeah, do what needs to be done because nobody of us likes wars, all of us only like love. 
Let's go into the episode. I met Mario. You listen to the story in a bit because actually I talk when I met Mario, how much I love him and everything like that. Velo Mario, the best bicycle shop in Switzerland, at least for atmospheres, quality and everything related to that. Thanks for the chat, Mario. We'll talk to you in the end. We love you, Mario. Uh, we are today in a completely different location than usual. Usually I stare to my window, I see some shitty stuff and blah, blah, blah. Today, on the other side, I'm here at an amazing bike shop in Bern called Velo Mario. And so here I am with Mario. Hi, Mario. How are you doing? Hi. I'm fine. How are you? I'm really good. Really good. You know, you know that I really like to spend some time here at the shop. So I come here pretty often. So it's really nice. Yeah, super nice. Welcome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. Exactly. So... Uh, First of all, let's start from there. What's that beer that you have there close to you? Yeah, that's a funny thing. Um, I got some friends there. I got a brewery. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shall we local. say the name of the brewery? Let's say that. Yeah, Braukunst. Okay. Um, it's a brewery near here. And Johnny and Alex are both friends of mine. And they saw me always drinking bad beer from <laughs> some other brands. And they talked to me, told me, yeah, let's do a beer that you really love. And I told them, yeah, let's try that. And yeah, we did some beers. And what was the name of it? Rundlauf. Okay, what does it mean? Yeah, Rundlauf means uh, like turn around, like the crankset turns around. Or like the wheels. Or the wheels, yeah. Exactly. What did they set for this name? Uh, I didn't know of it. I don't know. But you decided for that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> was was funny, yeah. Yeah. And the the design of the etiquette is a funny thing. There is a musician. He's living next year. Uh, it's called Bass, and he's a graphic designer. And I asked him if he want to do that, and he said, yeah, okay, I'm in. <laughs> so, yeah, I love the design. And I love the, the beer. Yeah, that's great. That's yeah. great. So yeah, if when you are coming here to Velo Mario, then yeah, you get here, you can see super cozy environment, super nice place, and you can also have this super amazing beer. And that's already something like an extra value that you're giving to your people. Yes, and of course, if you don't want a beer, there will be a coffee too. Of course, coffee is super good. I just got one. So that's nice. super, super great. Uh, a bit of background. Let's put it in this way. I got to know Mario. It was last year in this period, I think. Yeah, because we were doing Strade Bianche. I was called. There was an event, Komut event. It was called Strade Komut. And as I remember, Andrea Sensara, uh, the Further Project, I think is their name. Project Pedal Pedal Further. Yes, Pedal Further, exactly. Project Pedal Further. You will find them in this way in Instagram. They were organizing the ride. And so I said, you know what? Probably is the time for me to start going to Bern and have a nice uh, ride there. And uh, we made the ride. We went in a super amazing road. And then we came back here. It was open since a couple of months, one month maybe. I opened the shop the 6th January last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so this happened, I think, the beginning of March, more or less, this event. And so we came here and Mario was here waiting for us with a lot of enthusiasm, offering us some beers. And so since then, I actually got to know you. Then we met another couple of times in a couple of events, gravel events, riding stuff and blah, blah, blah. And then I thought, okay, that's exactly the shop that they want to have close to me. And uh, I came here because I got a problem with my gravel bike and Mario fixed it. And then at a certain point, we said, okay, let's talk about bicycles, community adventure and gravel on the broom wagon. So that's why we are here. 
Yes. Yeah, it's funny, funny story about how, yeah, how it grew up our friendship too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for me it's important, like, especially with Project Bedlaferter, with Sara and Andy, I support them, I don't know, like three years. I follow them on Instagram, they have troubles on the bikes, I answer them immediately because, yeah, I got the skills and they got the bikes. Yeah. And they got the time to travel, so. Yeah. Let's build up something together. So when I knew I'm going to open my shop, I want to work with them. Because they got try time to travel. They travel. And it's super nice to see a couple who is traveling. There are a lot of people are riding alone or are riding like super old school with uh, touring bikes. And, but they are not scared about really going out and explore extreme stuff and that's super cool because i'm living always on the edge means a living extreme and i support that way of life they are doing yeah you know how got to know them actually so and still how everything started basically uh, it was august 2019 i was going to kyrgyzstan for the Silk Road Mountain Race. I was yeah, going to Kyrgyzstan to yeah. the, uh, the, the official podcast there. And I was checking around in the internet and blah, 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 blah. And I think that Instagram, this kind of algorithm life there, suggested me to follow them because I was following at the time Ian uh, Herroya on Instagram. And I think that actually posted something and then I liked and then, um, yeah, Andy and Sarah were there. And I was checking and they were actually traveling through Asia in that period. And we missed in Kyrgyzstan because they were in Kyrgyzstan more or less in the same period. They were in Kyrgyzstan, yeah. More or less in the same period where I was, but I think that actually they left Kyrgyzstan two days after. Two days after I arrived. Yeah, exactly. At the beginning of the race. They saw even Larry Wilcox. Oh, yeah, of course. They, they saw them and they, they have been there when the Silk Mountain Race have been. Yes, 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 yes. So, yeah, it was super crazy because we didn't meet in Kyrgyzstan, but then we met actually two, one, two years later for here for the event and for the shop in 2020. Yeah, nice. Or 2021. 2021. 2021. Yeah. So, it's yeah, one three year, years later. One year. It's now, ah, yeah, you just celebrated your birthday shop, birthday yes. shop, yeah. One year, one month now. <laughs> That's super great. How was the celebration about it? It was super great. Like it was super great because I, yeah, the community around like around the shop is insane. They support us in every weather, in every time, in every second. So it means also what we did in the overnighter or like. Then I, after the overnighter, I knew I can do whatever I want. The community is ready for it. They are ready for adventure. But we decided to do a, yeah, a small thing with beers and... and uh, yeah, marshmallows. No, not marshmallows. Uh, well, no, well, because not I really don't like marshmallows. No, not marshmallows. It was the toe, pizza toe, ah, on, yeah. on, the, on the wooden stick. Okay, I've and we never put, tried that one. Is it oh, good? it's super good, super okay. good. And then we had some sausage and we, we made a fire outside of the shop and we drank some beers. I think one o'clock we went home, slowly. <laughs> And it was good, yeah. Thanks to the neighbors also from the shop. <laughs> That's very <laughs> great. That's very great. So yeah, you know that actually if you want to have some good time, you know that actually here at Velomario you will find some good community events. Also, thanks to you, of course, but also thanks to Sara and, uh, and Andy that are organizing some of the rides here. There's a lot of cool people around this shop. Yeah, that's su super great to have, uh, yeah, to have 
lot of people around the shop means Sarah and Andy who are organizing a lot of stuff means now Adrian Lichty who is on board I got a guy who is racing crazy races I met him at the Atlas Mountain Race it's an amazing dude really and I can learn a lot of this guy from his bike skills so it means and also this guy have a strong mentality that yeah this guy we can learn from each other and that's the cool about our community Nobody is a king. Everybody is a teacher. Yes. Because you can learn from everybody. That's great. That's great. Yeah, that's very good. Let's start from the beginning, maybe, Mario. Can you tell us a couple of words about you? Uh, good question. Well, uh, who I grew, how I grew up? Yeah, it was, I grew up in a difficult way. Don't want to talk too much about that. But It's completely fine. <laughs> I wanted to, yeah. I grew up and I... I needed to show everybody with my muscles how strong I am, and it was like quite stupid. At one point, I started to ride BMX, and one evening I saw in the television what they are doing with these BMXs. And I was not able to ride a bicycle because that was the reason I bought a BMX, because I can stand on the feet. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. And this was like, I don't know, 16 years ago now. How old are you, if I can ask you? 36 this year. Okay, perfect, perfect. You're a kid. Yes, for sure. Same <laughs> to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm actually and, older, but it's fine. Yeah, then I started to ride BMX and I started to have fun. And I started to have really fun on, on this kind of BMX. Then I came, I came here on, to Bern, working here, and I rode a lot BMX. Then, yeah, I, I stopped to show, to thinking that I have to show the people how strong I am. I, I just want to have fun on my bike. Then 2010, the Velo Courier messenger company from Bern asked me, they, they have a workshop, if I can want to work there. And yeah, for sure I want to work there. As a mechanic there. or as a messenger? You as worked? a mechanic. As a mechanic. I okay. started there as a mechanic. Uh, and then... How it was? Yeah, I started there as a mechanic, and that was my first experience with the high saddle. Means a bike with gears, a bike with brakes, and then I start messengering. One year later, I think. So now, yeah, was what it was ten years messenger. I did ten years messenger. I stopped last year. Okay, and after one point, if you ride. As a messenger, 20,000 Ks a year, you start to, to lie, ride longer rides. You start to do your holidays and adventures. Because, yeah, as a messenger, you, you don't going to be rich. You're just going to have strong legs. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> and, yeah, I started to travel and I wanted to, yeah, I traveled like the whole Europe on my back. There are four countries missing. So you travel with your bike for all Europe? Yeah. Starting from here? From no, there. That's, uh, I always f uh, took an airplane, sorry for that, but only one way. Ah, okay. To learn, to learn about distances. So you mean I take in a flight, for example, to go to, Port to Portugal, and then I come back here with a bike, so I can understand that it takes one hour, but with yeah. a bike can take three weeks. Yeah, but Portugal is missing on my list, fuck. Damn it! <laughs> I choose one of the four. <laughs> no, it means, like, my favorite trip was in 2017, 
one day after my birthday, I took the airplane to Bucharest. And it was the first time I went so far in the East. It's the first time I did a decision in 24 hours like that. So I had holidays and I have, yeah, we have been outside drinking and dancing. And in one point I stopped and I was thinking, yeah, let's do that. So I went home packing my bike and I was totally drunk in the airplane. Awesome. And awesome. then you went to the counter saying, give me the first flight, the first ticket for the first flight. No. <laughs> So that was, I already had the, the ticket, but I arrived in Bucharest with my bike and it took me two hours just to get into this bus because I was not able with that much people, with my huge hangover. Yeah. So my goal was to go to Constantia to touch the Black Sea yeah. and then traveling across in Europe to go to France. Okay. And I did it in 12 days. Oh, wow. Yeah. So from Black Sea to France, yeah. right? In 12 days. In 12 days. Awesome. With a fixed gear. No, 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 no. No, no, no. This was like, <laughs> I remember it was like, I wanted to do a self-made bike, but that one had a problem. Okay. So I, I just built up a super cheap frame, like a 150 bucks frame with durais and like all the expensive stuff. It was quite a funny bike to ride. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. No, it's, uh, it's great. So actually, that's what basically got you into bikes. First of all, do you have fun, the, the fun part on the BMX? Second thing, the messenger family, let's put it in this way. And then after that, the traveling. Tell me a bit more about your background with the uh, bicycle messenger world, because you still have a lot of contact yet, still, with the bike messenger world. Yeah. And uh, I think that actually, I was talking uh, uh, with Alan Show. Of course. Of course. I of know course, him. we all know we him. We all love him. <laughs> exactly, exactly. I, I actually was checking around. He's really recovering super good after his crazy accident, and we are super happy about yeah, that. Yeah, we are happy. Um, but actually, yeah, really, being into the messenger world and in the messenger fam, I you like to call it, people, it's really something that helps you a lot, te teaches you a lot, not only about bikes, but also about how the world should move, all these kind of family feelings, all this respect that you have on people and everything like that. This was really something that, that's really something that stays together with you still, right? So the passenger family uh, spirit is still here also in the Velo Mario shop. That's why everybody's so welcomed here every time that they come. Yes, I think if you have been a messenger for more than five years, you, yeah, it starts to be a part of you. Like, I rode to every championship. I even did some podium places. Was, I don't know, was my, the funniest thing in my life have been the second place on a cargo bike race. Really? World champion, yeah. <laughs> wow. It was funny. It was 2016 in French. And yeah, and also like the, the fact you meet people from all around the world every year once or two times, but you are always in the same situation. You are doing the same shitty job for less money, but much fun. And when we are together, we are drinking beers until five o'clock in the morning, eight o'clock, the job starts and we, we are ready to, to, to work. And this is like also mentality that I want to prove here. For sure, I love to drink beers. But I'm staying here in the morning and doing my fucking job. Yes, definitely. That's definitely. important. That's yeah, the yeah. thing, the way to do. 
And also like the, the messenger community, it's all for one, one for all. And that's how the world should work. Yeah. And actually, that's something that we actually also saw with Alan's injury that he got. He had to open this GoFundMe, I think, page. I think it's GoFundMe. Yeah. And he actually got backed up for everything that he needed in order to get back on track and to uh, to pay his uh, money for the bill, the huge bill that he got from the uh, from the hospital. And it was kind of, I don't would not say instantaneously, but almost. But the cool thing was that it was not only about, okay, let's give some money to Alan. It was, let's organize something so that everybody can understand how this family works. So they were framed, putting on uh, an auction, auction, yes, on an auction, um, uh, a lot of spread rides to collective funds and all this kind of thing. And that's exactly what you were saying. One for all and all for one. That's exactly the spirit that it's around the bike messenger word that we all love. Exactly. And this is exactly that feeling that I want to, to prove here with all the people. Means when we do a ride out, means... The, the strongest, it's same strong as the... Yeah, the first one follows the last one and not exactly. the other way around. Exactly, the first one follows the last one. So everybody can have his fun. Yes, absolutely. And that's super important. This means like he's super respectful for, for everybody. But for sure, there is a little climb and you can competitive against another, but... You we don't... all wait to the top. We all wait on the top, exactly. And we wait on the bottom. Yes. And we wait, and the first one going to do the fire. Yes, 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 it's, yes. It's, yeah, it's like that. And that means, yeah, it's especially like you saw what's, what's happened with Alan. He got a huge background, a huge, huge, huge background. What can go wrong if you got a background like this? Nothing can yes. go wrong. That means for me the same. I want to build the strongest background ground with all of you guys that I can do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's super fun, super nice. I really, that's something that um, I think, I, I, I'm going to say this super often in this interview, but actually we really share most of the time the same spirits, for sure the same spirit of cycling. And that's exactly the thing. Maybe we're going to talk quickly about that, but the point is that you build up a shop not to become rich, let's say, in terms of money. Of course, you need to support yourself. Of course, you have to, uh, to do your job. And of course, you need to, let's say, to get paid for what you do. But on the other side, you make a reality like this one for supporting the community and to be supported by the community that you are building up around that. It's everything about the community. Yeah, exactly. But I think a lot of bike shops are, are working wrong. Tell me more. Uh, I just uh, think about a shop. I got a brand and he's selling his brands. Yeah. He's not selling himself. And I try to sell quality. Bring me whatever bike you want. I, I'm going to build it for you. I don't care about specialized, cervelo, open. I don't care. I can take apart every from those bikes and I will find something that's not good. Trust me. <laughs> so that means for me, I, do, I don't want to um, represent a brand. I want to represent my quality as myself. Yes. And... That means for me, I don't need 30 bikes in my shop. I prefer to have 30 paces for people to have good wipes. For sure, I need to, to do my, my job and my business and, and to earn money to pay the rent and all the stuff. But if I can do it like this, anyway, I don't want to, I, I don't want to get rich. 
I want to be rich in my brain. No, that's exactly the thing. It's not... We, I don't want to go too political here, but the point is that not having somebody, a brand to represent and everything, but actually giving to people and to the customers and to the community the bikes that they would need in order to live their bicycle life. In this case, we're talking about bikes at their best. So in order for them to have the best experience. Also because all of us are different, right? For example, I know that you really like, because you're kind of obsessed about that thing, you really like light bikes, right? Yes. I don't care because I'm fat. So and they say it clearly. Uh, so for me, on the other side, it's cool to be comfortable and everything like that because we are all different. But we all together, we can get good times on the bike. Yes, for sure. I ride to light, uh, ride the most light bike I can. But also, your cargo bike is crazily light. <laughs> yeah, that's another uh, another <laughs> other thing. Uh, no, my my goal was always to reach the maximum durability with the less weight possible. Uh, means also for me that I can take apart a full day race group and looking what I can change on Titan with the steel now and yeah. And also the durability means I want to build a bike that you can ride the next few years without have any troubles. Means I'm going to look what bottom bracket you're going to ride. I'm gonna, if you're going to sell you a bike, I'm going to do a, a fitting with you. Looking what handlebar, what flare, what saddle type you need. Yeah, so that means for me, if you got a bike that really is fitted and you, you love to ride, you don't have to represent a brand. The, the most, a lot of riders out there are super interested to ride every, each year the new S-Works. For sure, must be funny, but it's not personally. No, of course, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why actually you like black no logo bikes. Yeah, I, I really like black no logo bikes. And I can order them from a factory here in Swiss without any stickers, with just a black paint job. Because I think about if you have to spend money. Why you have to do publicity? Makes sense. It's, this is what I'm thinking about that. And for sure I will put a, a Velomario sticker on it. But there is not written my name. This is just a logo. Because I don't want that you have to do publicity for me. If you want to do publicity, you go out and you tell all your friends, I love, you love your, your new bike that you got. Everything fits well. The brakes are working perfect. The gear are per perfectly smooth. This is my, my part of uh, community and publicity that I want to do with the community in, in, uh, together. Yes, yes, yes. Working together for the community to make a perfect space that makes perfect products, exactly. let's say. Exactly. Yeah. And for me, it's like every bike that you can take out from the carton is not finished. Okay, okay, okay. It means you buy something that maybe you don't need Two chain rings on the front. You are happy enough with one. I will never get a second chain ring in my life, I think. I, all, no, I, I only I ride... Also my road bike. <laughs> I, my road bike is one bike. My city bike that is here outside parked is one bike. My gravel bike is one bike. It was one bike. Everything is one bike. Because for me, it doesn't need to have a second one. It's another thing that breaks. But that's my personal opinion. Yeah, exactly. That, but especially that is a super interesting thing. Um, if I build a bike with, so, uh, with a person... I always ask first what your bike should do. 
what you want that your bike can do. And then, of course, it means the budget. The, the bikes I'm gonna build are not cheap. Because I don't, I'm not interested to, to build super cheap bikes. Because a super cheap bike you can buy everywhere. So go buy a super cheap bike, come and get, bring it to my shop. We can fit it, we can do a fitting, you will sit fine on it. But I'm not interested to, to, to sell cheap bikes. I prefer to, to build a full custom bike so we can think about each part on the bike, each screw. Means we can do optimize the maximum. Means also if we build a completely bike, I can check what screw we take. Means you have to, to take three tools with you and not a huge cover with 20 tools because you got 20 different uh, screw bits you need. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, it makes a lot of sense. And actually, as you were saying, for you, probably the biggest value on the bike that you built or in the bike that you ride is basically durability. So you don't want to go around with a bike that you need a full service or a full fixing, blah, 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 every six months. For you, the most important thing is getting on the bike that you know that will not let you down for the next couple of years, at least, or three. Exactly. Of course, shit happens, but... For sure, shit can always happen, but... Yeah, I... Yeah, you already saw my new road bike and it's, it's, it's a crazy thing. And a friend of mine, he brought his bike here because his shifter have been broken and he wanted to go out and ride the bike with his girlfriend. So what I did, take my road bike. And he was so surprised. Now I can't take this, it's so expensive. I don't care if it's expensive. It's also interesting to show somebody who is riding a, a three or four thousand francs bike what's the difference between a, a twelve or fifteen thousand francs bike. It's totally crazy, but is it worth it? Are is you, it something for you or not, basically? Exactly. Is this something for you what you need or not? Yeah. If you got enough money, for sure you need it. But if the money is not just for, uh, falling yeah, from the tree. Yeah, from the, <laughs> from, tree, from the tree. So, yeah, or you're just needing that, or can we go cheaper but having the same bike feeling? Yeah, for sure, we can go cheaper. Yeah. And that, that is the funny thing about to, if I sell a bike, we, we check with the clients, yeah, put a ceramic speed button bracket, put good wheels on it, and the, when the... the the, the, the rear derailleur pulleys are over, then we go for ceramic speed. And then you will, you ride the first time full ceramic. And a lot of people are talking, yeah, ceramic speed, is it worth it? If a bottom bracket gives you six years guarantee, for sure, it is worth it. Okay. And there is nobody else giving you f six years of guarantee. You can ride Chris King, for sure. There are plenty of super good brands, but I prefer Ceramic Speed because durability, the easy way to service them mm -hmm. by yourself. Oh, wow. That's super cool. And six years of guarantee means you spend one time. If you ride a lot, you need a bottom bracket a year. If your bike is shitty build up, not rim the bottom, bottom bracket, you need three bottom brackets. Uh, brackets a year but you we can build that 
without any any doubt and you can write six years without, without troubles that's great but for sure if you ride a ferrari the ferrari needs to needs love too you know yes it needs ferrari parts as well yeah that, that, <laughs> yeah it <laughs> needs ferrari parts as well what, what he was talking trash talking before about. yes 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 exactly you can get a ferrari you will not put yeah, a ferrari um what were we saying um if you can buy a ferrari for thousand bucks no, we, we told it other. We, we told it with the Mercedes. For sure, you can buy a Mercedes for hundred uh, for thousand bucks. But if you need to change a disc brake on the Mercedes, it's gonna cost you thousand bucks again. That's true. <laughs> and yeah, then the ex Mercedes, the cheap Mercedes, starts to get expensive. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And you need, as we were mentioning before, you need also to give it some love because you cannot get a super good bike in this case and just uh, never clean it or yeah, trash why? it all the time blah 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 because it gets it get wasted as well so exactly why you should ride keramic speed when you are not able to clean your chain absolutely i never clean my chain so that's why no keramic speed for no, you. no 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 i'm okay with what i have i have i need stuff that actually can break because i'm really bad in mechanics i never clean my bottom bracket i'm really bad on that we are talking a lot about bike stuff and blah, blah, blah. We know that actually Velo Mario is open uh, since one year and one month now. How everything came together? How did you start with Velo Mario? How, why did you want to open your own shop? You, it seems like you had already since the beginning super clear mind of what you want to have. Community, high specs bike and bikes for everybody and not everybody for one bike. That's what I think we can summarize it. But how everything came together. Yeah, this is like a super funny story. I had uh, some guys that they, they told me about a room that I can rent. And I wanted to, do, to work there just for some friends repairing their bikes, doing some bike fittings and nothing official. And at that day that I wanted to take my key, to pick up my key for the room... They told me, hey, listen, Mario, we don't want to have uh, another bike mechanic. And I was super, super angry. I can imagine. I went out, went to buy two six-packs of Bira Moretti. Went now I know why you got your own, buy, uh, your own beer here. Bira Moretti, come on, man. Yeah, I know. <laughs> go ahead. Sorry, sorry for that. Sorry for sorry, that. Yeah, no yeah. publicity for Moretti. Here. Yeah, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> no, and then I went to one of my best friends. He's a paint a painter. Yeah. And I went where his workshop is and all his stuff. And I went on the couch and I started drink beers and beers and beers and beers. And at one point he arrived and he asked me, what's happening to you? You are looking like this and so fucking drunk on my couch. And I told him the story and he's like a super motivator. He's never lying on the floor. He's only working. Oh, wow. So he took the, the out phone. the phone. Yeah. He checked on Ibis and there was this shop for sale. And then he says, come on, get in my car, motherfucker. <laughs> get out from my couch. <laughs> get out from my couch, get in my car. And then we came up here. They want to sell the shop. So there have been one little problem where I can get 25,000 bucks. So, I started to ask friends, I started to ask family, and yeah, at one point, 
there was my dad. He told me, like, listen, Mario, we don't had much contact over the last 20 years. Money is not my problem, but I want to give this to you. It's not that I want to sell, to, to buy love or something, but your, your sister, your brother is coming every day eating at my house and you never came, so I can give this to you. So, wow, I had 25,000 bucks. And now I can imagine your friend saying, now Mario, stop complaining, start working. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, I received the keys at the 24th December from this room. And it was really, really, really fucked up. But this was already a bike shop. This is a bike and motor shop since 1955. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, it's like quite funny. Yeah. And the first guy have been here was Balsley Velo Motors. Okay. He have been here until 2010. Okay. And then another guy picked up until 2015. And then the guys before me... And then now I am here. No, that's here. That's you. That's here. So the twentieth of December, you said that you picked yeah. up the keys, and I then everything the was ready. No, nothing has been <laughs> ready. <laughs> then I realized, okay, my plan um, was not. I don't have things to the finish. Means, okay, there are five thousand bucks on my own. It was totally smashed on the floor the, the floor here i needed to change the, the, everything here was broken okay so i started to ask people on instagram to buy a voucher yes 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 voucher i think yeah voucher uh, that i that i have money to buy so basically you were selling your work in advance Telling exactly. them, look, you, do you want to buy something like, I don't know, 500 bucks of services for your next services or stuff. So to get money in advance in order to build up this place. Exactly. So it started like this. So I was, and yeah, then we started, I had another friend I built up two years ago, a bike for him. Mm -hmm. And he told me, yeah, for sure, I, I, I will come and help you. But I told him, um, yeah, the money is a straight problem in the moment. I can pay you later. Hey, dude, you build a bike when I was broke and you never asked for money. I don't gonna ask you for money. Okay. So he came and he did all the wooden works and it looks amazing. Yeah, it looks super good. I had other friends, but that is like how you, you get out, you get it in. If you go out into the forest and you are fucking nice to the deers, you will see a bambi. And this is what I earned here. It's and that's exactly the thing that we were saying before. You go out, and we were talking about that also when I arrived. Um, you go out, you do, you act good, and you do good things, not because you are looking for something later, but if you give love to the world, the world is going to give you back some love. Especially, exactly, exactly. And especially when, you, I think, like, if you give to somebody... Um, If I go out and I give somebody some, some, some food, mm -hmm. this person don't have to give me back. But I'm sure if I'm somewhere on my bike, totally lost, I can knock some, some windows and ask, sorry, can I have some food? And they will look at you and will ask, they will know the history and you will have the best me meal ever. Yes. 
But this is always like open-minded or not. No, yeah, it makes Love sense. Love-minded. Yes, yes, yes. Having this kind of, let's say, um, uh, good feeling vibes and all the time act good and kindly with other people. I think that that's exactly what comes out. And this is exactly the thing that we were talking about before with the bike messenger word, right? Seems like we're going a bit philosophical here, but that's exactly, in my opinion, what community means. Is not you have to nurture your people. You have to nurture everybody you have around you because actually, if you spread some love, some love is going to come back. Because and also another thing that I like to say most of the time, and I don't know if you agree on that. The point is that everybody, because probably we are a bit bombed all over the world and with all social media stuff and blah blah blah, and everybody's telling you, look, your next one is a bad person. The other person, the person in the car close to you, is a bad person. All the word there is evil. I don't think that. I think that actually the it's just a small percentage of people out there in the world is a bad person. Everybody else is nice. You just need to act accordingly. And I especially ask why somebody is evil. What's happened to this person to be that angry? Why this person wants to get out and do negative stuff to other persons, to other yeah. And I I I ask myself why That helps me also to respect them, because some days I don't, some days I don't feel super confident to go out and say hello to everybody. But normally I go out and every person that looks in my eyes I say hello. Yeah. Even in a big city, and some people are looking at you like, are you a monstrum? Or a woman asks me, you know me? No, we were we just. Have looked each other in the eyes and they told was sympathetic and they said hey. And she, she looked at me and she said, You're crazy, and she went away. And there was like I was sad for this moment. What's that noise? A compressor. Ah, it's okay. We're in a bike shop. It's fine. Yeah, we're no in a bike worries. shop, sorry. Yeah, 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 it's fine. Air we, we want to have, we want to have this kind of noises here otherwise. Uh, by the way, we already stopped a couple of times the the recording because there was somebody jumping in. So next time we're gonna let you listen a bit. Yes. So yeah, you were talking about yeah, people being around and being nice. No, that's exactly a good thing. And I mean, I think that that's exactly something that would help you also just easily giving, having a good day. Being nice with people also gives you the nice vibe to start again on your stuff. Yeah, the, the, the best thing is to, to, to get a smile in the morning. Absolutely, absolutely. Because, you should, because in the morning, everybody, I think, hates more. I don't know. I don't like actually to go out. I need to go to work. And I need to go my, get myself into a train or whatever. I wanted to stay home and stay in bed or play, play with my kid. Would, be, would have been way better. But if you go out and somebody smiles at you, you will start the day with a different boost. Yes, exactly. Especially, like, now soon with the... Spring starts the of first course. time, shorts. This the, the day I love the Swiss mentality the most because they, they can get out and everybody is smiling. Everybody is smiling. And I think also like we're living in a, in a super nice country. Absolutely. Absolutely. I was talking about that this morning when I was checking the glacier out there. And you live in a super Su lovely city as well. Bern, I love you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, but, but we have everything here. means... We are making problems with with nothing. That's one, yeah, it's one little problem about it. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's always like one little problem that you need to worry about, but actually it's not. Yeah. The most important thing is thinking that they are biggest problem on one side, but also without thinking about that is that does it really work? Is it really worth it to be angry on stuff or whatever for this bullshit? Most of the time you would say no. 
<laughs> no. Ask yourself this question. Most of the time you're going to say no. no. So we are at the end of 2020, right? December. You are building up this place. Then everything comes together thanks to people close to you and thanks to nice people and everything. And then you open the shop. The 6th January, the 5th January, I... I I have been ready ahead. I don't know a proxy twenty tools on the on on the wall. Okay, <laughs> and no money. So okay, every inner tube I can change is money that gets in. Okay, and the three uh, the sixth January is a uh, three kings day. Uh, yeah, I don't know la befana. Let's say it in Italian. It's la befana. La befana. Yes, it's actually usually this uh, old uh, woman that flies on a broom and gives to kids. Chocolates and goods, la befana in Italy, and usually she's in Ro she's a person from Roma, so that's what they say. But <laughs> yeah, sorry. and I told me, yeah, let's let's start it this day, and yeah, I started, and it was crazy. The first day, bam, and two days fully booked on the first day. Wow! So a lot of people that wanted to have the bike fixed or so service on a bike. Yes, and then it starts like this, and then. It was always this work-life balance that I totally missed at the start. Yes, totally. Uh, was like... Also now, man. <laughs> Next question, please. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> no, but I'm working on it. I'm working on it. No, but it was like super crazy. I worked like an animal. Normal. It's... Yeah, I, I, I can't live my dream. And living my dream means you have to work for it. Absolutely. And... Uh, Living a dream without work for it, forget about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was working like an animal. But then I knew I need to buy tools. And I need to buy those tools immediately. So I need to, to check people, to ask them, hey, can you give me the tools and I can pay them in three months? So a lot of people were there, Mario, we can do that. Wow. But some of them have been there and told me, Mario, I know you're like 12 years now. For sure, we can do that. And this is a huge shootout to Shahid. Thank you. He gave to me like all the park tool stuff, like the quality tools I needed. So who is he? He is the, how you said, the distributor from Switzerland from Park Tool. Okay, okay. And he's a good friend of mine. So uh huh, okay. Yeah, so this is the reason why I got such high quality tools here. And yeah, for me, it's, it was always the, the question, what I want to do with the shop? And at that moment, for sure, I had a vision with the shop and I, had, I made a business plan. But I, I, when the shop opened, I repaired the electric bike. I repaired everything because I, I needed really the money to get in after two months. It, I was already there that, okay, no more electric bikes. And yeah, started always to grow up more and more tools, more and more clients. And like, I don't know, around April, May, it starts to, to really to, to get out of control. Like, Perfect, taking off. <laughs> it was like fasten your belt it's taking off yes it was like totally like this so yeah it was like yeah let's let's be serious 17 hours each day seven days a week here in the shop and 
for sure it's a super nice shop but i started to hate the shop because i don't had any time i don't had nothing more it was no more yeah i lost even quality i lost even my 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 biggest goal i lost it and then i decided immediately to stop the to 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 stop the the shop for two weeks and I took my bike went out riding exactly take a bit of a break exactly and since then i did it quite well i did in my first year i gave to me five weeks of holidays oh wow you do you're a great boss yes <laughs> and this year i will do greater okay yeah. ten weeks yeah no seven Seven, seven is fine. Seven, seven is, fine. is fine. Okay. But I want, um, in April, I will have Charlie here. It's going to be my first employee. Okay. Ah, okay. Okay. So yes. you're going to have your first employee, the first Velo Mario employee. Yeah. Yeah. And we already think about if we do, sh- we shall do second stickers with Velo Charlie, Velo Mario. Yeah. Because he's, well, I love him. Such a quality guy. Like, yeah, he got, especially, he is exactly what I need. And it's so good to, yeah, to have him on board. He will start here in April. And I told him, yeah, if we're going to work good together, we will have seven weeks of holidays. I want five weeks, he can do whatever he wants, and two weeks, he needs to do holidays with me. Ah, makes sense. So really, yeah. it's going to be a partnership, not only working together, exactly. but it's going to be a proper partnership. Uh, I told him, like, my idea was to, to ride the Grand Gauche. Route? What's the Grand Gauche route? Um, what is it? I don't know how to, how to speak it out in Lanzarote, Tenerife, the Canary Islands. Ah, the Canary. Ah, yeah, the Grand Rouge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Grand yeah. Rouge, yeah. yeah. This one. Exactly, exactly. Um, Everybody is doing it. It's crazy. It's, it's an amazing it's, thing, by the way. Amazing thing. And I, I was thinking about, yeah, um, if we work here together, we are always on stress, always in this area. We always, we, we know us only on this thing, but we always also need to get out and having an adventure together to really love us more to respect us more to learn more about each other yeah and how did you get to know each other so how do you you, did you get how it happened that you got charlie on board tell us about charlie charlie yeah charlie is long story about um yeah i wrote bmx and dirt jump and charlie is one of the best bmxers i know Mm -hmm. So I have been riding in, in the winter time. I ride a lot skate park. And Charlie have been also in the skate park. And I have all, always been cool for Charlie because I was there smoking joints, riding BMX. And yeah, that's not cool at all. <laughs> but at one point he asked me, can I ride your dirt bike? Yeah, for sure, take it. And then he made a horrible crash. Oh, shit. With your bike. With my bike, he have lost no. some teeth. Oh, no way. And yeah, since then, we know each other really well. Then we don't have much contact. But when I started the shop, he asked me if I need some help. It will be... Yeah, it comes. And... Then he came and sometimes he helps me out. Yeah, and without Charlie, let's be serious, the shop will not be at the same position. Like ah, because actually, also thanks. To, so he was helping you also when you had the nice season or stuff like this. 
Yeah, some Saturdays that I really needed just holiday, just to break, mm -hmm. to take distance from the shop. He came and he did it. And for me, it's super. It was the hardest thing was to be calm when the shop is open. And I'm not here. It's your baby. It's your baby. Yeah. How you feel with Camilo? You know Ex what I mean? Exactly, exactly. You yeah, yeah. It's exactly the same thing for me. Now he's not here because he's not around in Switzerland now. And yeah, I can tell you that from time to time It's not the same thing. It's not my blood, you know. But yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but you know what you mean, exactly. It's, yeah, it's for it's me, it's part my of baby. You. It's a part of, of, of myself. It's, it's my personality here inside. Yeah. And Charlie respect this to 100% and he put it on top because... He's working exactly with, with the same thinking and like, like I am I'm doing. Like he don't care about the time. He's saying, okay, we need to rim this bottom bracket because it's totally not flat. He's going to do it. Mm -hmm. If it's 6.30 and the shop is closed, but he have been here talking with some friends for two hours, he's going to work in two hours. Of course. No problem. And also, like, he's, yeah, it's just great. love for Charlie. That's great. That's great. I can't wait then to come over here back in April and uh, see you both working together. It's going to be great. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Can't wait, too. Yeah, that's great. That's great. Um, I just want to ask you another thing still about the shop. So we said that actually you opened, everything went super good. You started making your... We're going to talk about that in a bit. Maybe let me ask you another thing, because for me, actually, I am at tourist here in Bern because anyways I lived all over but now I live in Zurich I come over to Bern most of the time I don't know so much the city tell me two things first of all how are cycling vibes how do you think they are cycling vibes here in Bern how do they look like and another thing that I want to ask you tell me more about this little area where the shop is because it seems like a super lovely area it seems like I don't know kind of a family area but also with people super easy going and stuff tell me a bit more about these things so Bern um, yeah Bern I love to ride here in Bern uh, you got everything around means nice gravel you got mountains. You go to Meiringen, and you can choose Grimsel, Susten, and then you're in the, in the heaven. And especially here, the neighborhood means to me Lorraine. I did there my apprentice search for apprenticeship. No. Ah, the apprenticeship. Yeah, apprenticeship. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. apprenticeship on bike mechanic in the Velo Courier, and the company is still there. I was living there a few times and yeah, this means for me like home. Now we are close. This is the area Villerec, Brighton, Rhine, Villerec, Lorraine. Yeah, it's like the alternative neighborhood in Bern. Okay. And yeah, I love to be here. The people are super friendly. Yeah, you can you can walk in the morning and you say you say hello and the people say hello too. Yeah, I can see that. I can really feel the vibe. So I feel it already here when I come in Bern, but when you come here to this neighbor, you really feel everybody's smiling, everybody come. So actually, maybe just for you to visualize, probably we're going to post some photos later, but um, just for you to visualize, you have in the shop huge windows so you can really see outside and you can really see a lot of people, young families, um, a bit more, I don't want to say old, but you know what I mean, people a bit more in a different way, of, a different period of their people life. People in your age. Exactly. People in, uh, in my no. age. Exactly. No, exactly. Joke, joke, joke. Completely my age everybody seems like has a good nice relaxed face and that's great yes the 
Um, in Swiss German, we say Berner sind langsam. Means the Bernese are slower, like they are taking everything easier. Yeah. And this is one fact, maybe a reason why I'm stuck here in Bern. Okay. When did you arrive here in Bern? 2017. Ah, okay. Ah, no, 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 2007. Sorry, sorry. Okay, sorry. 2007. Not so long ago, anyways. Yes. Okay. Yeah, and, right. And these vibes here got you completely. Yeah, they got me completely. Like, yeah, it's everything here, it's a little easier than somewhere else, I think. And the mentality of this city feels like a village. And I'm born in a super small village in the mountains. Graubrunden, you told Graubünden, me. Graubünden, right? yeah. uh, the village is Lü. Uh, insane, super nice riding there. Mm -hmm. But there is only one thing, it goes up or downhill. That's the thing that we like. Actually, yeah. I like to go up. You guys like to go down as well. So. Yeah, I prefer to get down. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I prefer to get down. But yeah, maybe it's because of my fitness in the moment. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or because my skills that will long, last long forever. But I know what you mean. You are super fit anyways, man. So no worries. You ride your bike every day to come to work, right? Yeah, but... Let's be serious. I'm living 200 meters from here. <laughs> so you could walk, but you prefer to ride a bike. Yes, there is a little climb from 10 meters. Okay, okay. Yeah. So you can do the repeats there, something like the intervals up and down. Yes. I tried to Everest there, but it doesn't count. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no, it takes too long, man. No, no, no. No, but no, really, it's really cool to have. So it's also for you something that I would say something like a bit of feelings were there already when you started. It was something like a, a huge attachment for you to also have your shop here. Uh, yes and no. Yes and no. Because um, my goal is to reach the people outside of Bern too. Outside. Look at me. Yeah, ex exactly. Like, and we are living in a situation that we are, there are Plenty of bike mechanics. And sorry that I'm, I'm, I'm serious now, but 90%, they are not mechanics, they are not skills. You are bragging now. You are trying to push up yourself too much, man. Go ahead, though. No, okay, easy. <laughs> there are 95 that don't can do that shit. And they are not taking the, the job seriously. Means, yeah, they forget to tighten the screw of a brake. And you are... The, you're the, in danger then. You're in danger then. And for me, the, the, the biggest challenge was also, I was working in a lot of shops that they con we controlled. I repaired the bike, somebody else was riding it too. That was the best feeling. So yes, I can't yes, ride yes. for Charlie that he can ride my bikes and I can ride his bikes. So that will push up our, uh, our quality again. For sure, the quality is always here. And I, I, I ride the bikes and everything and I, I check the screw. <laughs> Sometimes two times the brakes, always just to be sure. Yeah. Because I really take it serious. If you are working as a messenger, you are fucking tired at five o'clock in the evening. Mm -hmm. You already have done nine hours in the saddle. You have a huge carry on the back because the cargo bike not have been available. So it means you're super tired. They are full of cars. You need a bike. That works perfectly then. So, because you already are, are out of, yeah, out of order. You are already empty of energy. Yes. So what are you going to do if the brakes are not working well? The gears are not working well? 
you cannot go back home and uh, yeah, fix no. your own bike every day because somebody didn't fix it properly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, it makes, yeah, it's true. It makes really a lot of sense. But yeah, still, I would say that actually you were saying that basically you're trying to attract people also out of Bern. Yeah. So, oh, but yeah. actually it's cool that you are bringing people. So me, for example, I come from Zurich. I think everybody knows it here. But actually I live in Zurich at the moment. It's good that actually you are bringing people here in Bern and here in your hood. Right, so that everybody can not only enjoy professionality, everything that is here, the vibes, the community, everything that you're trying to build up here, but also doing it in the neighbor that you like. Enjoy the hoods too, yeah, yes. exactly. I'm living here for a reason, because for me it's the favorite neighborhood from Ben. <laughs> and yeah, for sure, it's a huge part of gentrification in the moment, but we are not, like not here. We are not here to talk about that. No, no, we are not going to go to political today. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> if somebody wants but to know a for bit me, more like, about this point, yeah. get over. We are going to talk about that with a beer. For me, for me, was my biggest goal was to be a good mechanic for all the people around. And then I realized. Okay, it's not only Bern. I can reach people from everywhere. Mm-hmm. Means I got some clients from Canton Schwitz. Thank you. I got clients from St. Gallen, from, from, even from Kur. Means they're taking like three hours of train to get here into my shop to buy a bike. This means... I do my job great. How did it happen in your opinion? So how did you go to be known from people from Kur, by the way, amazing area, by the way, everybody. You can go there and ride amazing mountain bikes. Um, but how did you get it? So it was for sure your hard work doing that, but also because people started talking about you at a certain point. Uh, for sure. I think I, I start working with the right people. Okay. Means uh, Project Battle Further, Fabian Buri, Eleonora, Sasha. Yeah. Hi to everybody, by the way. Next time that I'm here, I'm going to send you a message so we can meet. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, it seems like I'm coming here just to visit Mario. And uh, yeah, then at one point, like Komut came. Hi, Komut. So, a lot of thank you and shout out to support super huge people and super amazing yes, people. Yes, thank you, Komut. Like, even I met Isabel from Komut and I asked her yeah, if she wants to support the shop do, to support some riders and she said yes for sure and then we have lost a bit contact and then I re-asked her and yeah now we are f- we got full support from Komoot and yeah thanks to them we can do that much for the community for sure I was I can't pay that with the shop but I prefer the money for the shop wearing into the shop and having the money for the community yeah, it should be two other... Uh, other two different things. So basically, exactly. you prefer to have then... No, actually, let's start from the beginning. You were saying that actually you probably started talking with the right people, with like-minded. So the right people doesn't look like super good, but actually with people that are like-minded than you, and that's super great. And uh, and then this actually spread the voice around the community for people that are looking... So, I mean, they're looking for the same thing that you are looking for when you're talking about bikes and stuff. And that's super a great thing. But let's go deep into the last point that you mentioned. So what do you mean for you prefer the money that goes to the shop to stay there and the money that goes to community to stay there? So that actually you get 
your um, the two different sides of effort. One is actually to give people the opportunity of riding the best bikes for what they want to do, plus giving also possibility to people to join people that are like them to live together some adventure. Does it make sense? Exactly, exactly. Uh, for me, it is, yeah, it's it sounds stupid. I don't know how to, to explain, but um, my adventure time went down to about zero last year. Work, work, work. Exactly. And means for me, I want to... Um, Sipar bot, uh, bot team, teams, temas. Okay, well, support both. Yeah, tema. What well, is okay? It's okay. Yeah, like I want to do something in my um, free time and working time. For sure, in the free time is also working time. The people come and ask me what can I do with the bike, and they are getting here to do publicity and stuff like this. But I try to, to, yeah, this is like full business, full business. Because the adventure time, don't going to pay the rent, don't going to pay the taxes, don't going to pay all the stuff I have to, to pay. Means, yeah, this is, this is, I think this is like this, the Swiss part in myself, like super serious, looking for security. And this says, okay, you have to do this like that. And all the publicity, I don't want, never, I never want to spend money with the shop for publicity. Okay, okay. Means if you need to, for me, it means if you need money, if you need to spend money for publicity, you have done something wrong. If you do everything Man, right. Man, this too loud because actually it's my daily job. <laughs> Sorry for that. <laughs> so everybody, if you want to hire Calamaro, you can do it also for marketing, but also for making podcasts. <laughs> no, so, sorry. No. You first talked bad about e-bikes, and I sell e-bike basically for my daily job. Now bad about marketing. Do you want to destroy me or what? No. no, I know what you want to do. You want to let me only make podcasts and ride the bikes. That's what you want to do. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> that will be my, my dream. That's great. <laughs> that, just, Stephanie, you can just go out, ride your bike whenever you want. You will have enough money to feed your family and to have some travels and just doing your insane podcast. That that's, be, that's great. That's my dream. That is Welcome what I want to wish you. Exactly. That's, that's my dream and also Mario's dream. I'm happy that somebody supported my dream. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we are living a dream. That's yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So no, yeah, sorry if I interrupted you, but actually, no, I know what you mean. Actually, that uh, you don't want to put out any advertisement from the shop because advertisement should come directly from your customers or for the community that you're building around it. Exactly. Exactly. This is what, what I meant. I don't want to work to do publicity. I don't want to spend money on Instagram that everybody sees a bike that I built. If you love my bike, put it in your story. If you feel that you want to put it, do it. If you feel to push the like button, do it. If you're not, yes, I'm... I'm not interested, for sure. It's cool to have 500 likes on a pick, but that don't, doesn't pay my rent at the end of the month. Of course. Means I don't want to spend money for publicity that don't pay my rent. If I do a great job, the people will go out because the people, I treat them lovely. They will treat me lovely too. They will go out. And if your bike works perfect, 
you got yeah and the other the, the friend's bike doesn't work perfect he's gonna ask what you have done with your bike why you never have a problem and then you can talk Velo Mario is the, is the guy. <laughs> That's great. That's great. Let's stay here. Let's talk exactly about what you were saying now. So bicycle that works perfectly, that work perfectly. I have one question that are two questions there. And then we're going to talk back around some adventure and stuff. But let's talk about bikes quickly. Now the shop is open now. It has been open for one year and one month. Almost two, right? Yeah. Tell me, tell me two amazing builds that you have done and two crazy requests that you got <laughs> i saw a lot of super amazing bikes i have to say yeah. here so i will let you think by saying a couple of bullshit but actually i saw a lot of cool bikes really coming out from here i remember an amazing crust bike going out from here that is great from lucas i met him at grain duro and then i said i know this bike and he told me i know you And then we actually started talking about Mario in this way. And then I remember also another great, of course, that's something that goes directly to my heart. So, but a great Cicli Bonanno being built here of a super good blue, shiny blue going out from here. So these are a couple of good builds that I saw, but I think that you have some more. My absolute favorite is your own. Yes. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh... Now, my absolute favorite that I built for a customer was Christoph's Cicli Bonanno. Mm -hmm. That one, I think, with the data Swiss wheels. Yes, it's wow. Yeah, the blue one that I was mentioning. Right? Yeah, the petrol. Yeah, petrol blue, exactly. Yeah. Octagon, I think. And that bike, wow, it was mind-blowing. It was like, yeah, it's, for me, it's stunning. Like, if you build a bike, there is no durace. There was just... Just for an Ultegra works perfectly, keramic speed parts on it. And, but we, yeah, that bike had a huge personality inside, especially the frame got the personality. It, it starts like this. Nico got these tubes from Columbus. Nico builds the frame. Mm -hmm. There, the personality starts in this project. Then it grows up. There is a kid outside screaming. That's why I was not watching yeah, it. Mario, but you get the kid. I love the kids. <laughs> no, I think that actually is a bit mad because he or she, you know, uh, because his dad is living. Yeah, uh, I know what you, how you feel, kid. I know exactly how you feel, kid. Go ahead, sorry, but it's the nicest kid. Is always it's so uh, dangerous. Is always uh, crossing the street to get my broom. Ah, okay, okay, okay. The broom of the broom wagon. <laughs> yes, outside of, outside of the shop, by the way, there's always a broom. And if you feel, you can come and clean. Okay, that's perfect. That's perfect. I will never do it. But yeah, yeah. Good. I think the Chicli Bonanno was the, the, my favorite belt. And then... The crust from Lucas. The Giant. Also from Lucas? Also from Lucas, yes. A crazy fast road bike. Oh, yeah. yeah. Thanks to you, Lucas, for letting me build up such nice bikes. And the, the creepiest bikes I had here. Ooh. Yeah, they have been... Let's, let's, let's be serious. I, at the, the first four months, I took every bike. Okay, also e-bikes. 
<laughs> uh, and then I stopped and I always check a bike before I give a rendezvous to repair it. Okay. So it means if somebody gets inside with a totem bike or a super cheap supermarket bike, I don't touch it. I don't even give some oil for the chain because I think it makes totally no sense to build a bike for 200 bucks, a new one. It's dangerous. We got enough old bikes. They work perfectly, mm -hmm. better. So buy an old one and don't get a cheap one. But I remember there have been one bike here. And the story about is well, it's horrible. The story costed me a lot of money. Okay, what happened? So at that point I had outside, I didn't have the stand to hang the bikes. I had all the bikes on stands on the floor. Mm -hmm. So a heavy bike that shitty heavy bike fell down on the S-Works. Okay, the domino effect. And the S-Works had a hole in the frame. Oh. And at that moment, I knew I fucked up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I decided for myself, why should I repair such shitty bikes? They don't, doesn't deserve it. No, yeah, exactly. And actually that can hurt your business, right? Yes. Yeah, especially at that moment, I didn't have been inserated. I ah, you were not, you didn't have an insurance there. Insurance. Oh, that's what I wanted to ask you. You asked for, for that. So a friend of mine, Bieri Biker, uh, this is a bike repair station in Thun. Big shout out to him. He repaired the the bike it was a carbon frame it was a carbon as works yeah. the customer said hey, it's okay we can repair it but i'm gonna pay and the paint job too and yeah marcel beauty biker he did a super great job yeah i was able to pay it otherwise that was the first time i was thinking like ooh you have to take in serious the part with the insurance for sure yeah but i didn't was thinking about that some wind will do a domino effect with the bikes mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. no that's no i can understand so yeah that's a bad story when you have a bike shop and you are at the beginning or whatever but we're also super lucky on the other side lucky i mean you work good on the other side by having good connection also by having a good customer that didn't complain so much <laughs> especially super lucky in a bad situation so yeah, we were saying, sorry, I had to stop because I was coughing, I was almost dying, but we are back on track. You need to stop smoking. I know, I know, I know. I think I quit smoking <laughs> um, 13 years ago now. I was a heavy smoker when I was a kid. I mean, I was, I was smoking two packages of cigarettes Ooh. every freaking day. And then talking only about cigarettes because probably my mom is going to listen to that. So I'm not going to say anything else. <laughs> exactly. My okay. mom is going to get upset. Uh, but yeah, no, um, uh, it's super interesting, actually, the thing that you were saying on something like always working on the bike that can give a value to the customers instead of hurting the customer and also hurting the business. That's super interesting. It's super important all the time. Um, but I want to ask you also another thing. So you were we were mentioning together, this is, I was saying, this is a part of my emotions as well and part of my people that are around and my friends we were talking about Cicli Bonanno so we were talking about Minico and stuff so you basically you were saying at the beginning that you basically can work with any bike 
the most important thing is actually is a quality bike that you can uh, really make a difference out of it. But I know that actually you are collaborating as well with some cool uh, frame builders. For example, you were talking about your own bikes that are made by a factory close by here. We're talking about Nico Bonanno. Who is actually the people that you chose uh, to work together and that can represent also your way of making bikes a thing? Ooh, this is yeah, nice question. Like some years ago, I built up, uh, I built frames with a friend, Beto Velo, mm -hmm. and I met Nico. Nico, that was also inside of the, of the bike Star. messenger work, uh, bike messenger family as well. I, I met Nico from messengers. Yeah. In Berlin. By the way, Nico, hi. Hi, Nico. <laughs> shout out to Nico. <laughs> shout out to Nico, yeah. Shout out to Nico. Chicli Bonan on Instagram. Yes, Check it absolutely. out. Check it out. Check Super it out. great guy. Super great. Uh, wow. By the way, uh, in June, there's going to be the Mogast. If somebody wants to go there, you can go there. Mogast yeah. is probably the best event there. I think it's the best event ever. Ever, yeah. <laughs> amore grande. Amore always. grande, amore grande. We love you, Bormio. <laughs> So yeah, we were talking about you meeting Nico. Yeah, I met Nico some years ago. And yeah, when I started to think about my shop, uh, yeah, what, what, is, what is your favorite thing to do as a bike mechanic? Building dream bikes. Okay, who are making dream frames? Okay, I checked on, yeah, first, first, thing, first thing you have to do, you check your friends. And then I saw Nico and I asked him, asked him, yeah, if we, what do you think about that? And yeah, he was like, yeah, totally in. And this is how it started. And I don't know, like three or four bikes already we sell. We sell. Mm -hmm. I gonna wait. There will be soon a new that's type. A, that's a good thing. There will be soon a new type, uh, Gonzalo. Mm -hmm. Means uh, hard uh, monster gravel, and I gonna order than mine. Can't wait for it. Nico? So wait, wait, wait. Nico is gonna build up a new frame typology called Gonzalo. Yes. That's a, something new because I didn't see this around. So we are really yeah. Nobody knows it yet. Okay. I, I hope we need Nico, to we I need hope to check if we can say that. I'm gonna ask Nico if I can. If okay. Okay. Say, okay. Otherwise, he's not gonna go live super soon. This podcast, so it's yeah. fine. No, there will. Yeah. Monster. Tell me more about that. Anyways, we even if we are already twenty-nine, 2.3, you can put inside. So, okay, 29 or 2.3. Approximately something like this. Okay, but you can put also 650 bees there. You don't need 650s when you can put 29. But you know that I'm in love with 650s. Yeah, because you're small. Because I am a short one. I have short legs. Short legs. <laughs> yeah. No. You should write 26. That's more style. That's, it's even that's better. Vintage. vintage. Yeah, it's no. a bit better. No, but it makes sense. So, yeah, you're going you're gonna to continue work with yeah. him. There's going to be some Koba, moments coming. Koba... Uh, the the other carbon brand I got them that I sell a lot of bikes is a Swiss brand but with Taiwanese frames, but custom geometry and I I love to work with them because they're building high quality stuff. I can talk with them if I want some changes. I can have pi bikes without the paint. Black sturdy black carbon bikes. 
Yes, love okay. them. Yeah, yeah, like mine, by the way. Yeah, and then you put some pink Chris Kings in it, and you're gonna be happy. Exactly, Chris King is always make, uh, always makes uh, makes us happy. No, but actually, uh, the rims of my wheels are also for Cobra, right? Yes, exactly. Yeah, I build up for you like on two forties data Swiss and yes, yes. two forty data Swiss data Swiss spokes, sapim, polyax nipples, and Toboga Koba rims. Yeah, that's super great. And they're stiff as hell. You don't need a road bike anymore. Uh, and they're 650 bis. <laughs> <laughs> no, but no, that's uh, that's super great. So actually you're working, you know that you can work with these two frame builders and uh, you're getting what you really want and what you really want people to ride with that. Exactly. And I also, if there is a problem, I have some somebody to call and, hey, if there is something not okay, I, I'm going to call Nico and Nico, this is not okay. And Nico will say, okay, then we need to change it. But what you going to do if you got a bike, one of one million? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, exactly. Because actually Nico, whoever frame builder uh, that do, does a great job like Nico does, knows exactly what can be done to fix a problem. Because of sure we are all human, right? We can still make mistakes Perfect. and stuff. And so it's and it's super important to... to do problems. Without problems, you didn't learn. Yeah, it's true. That's that's like super important. Um, yeah, I never had a problem with Nico. This was just an example. No, 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 of course. But actually, just, the example was yeah. pretty clear because actually you can pick up the phone and call somebody on the other side of the phone. Exactly, you got somebody on the phone, and this person on the phone feels also um, he yeah he feels that that problem is also his problem you know what I mean mm -hmm. so he's gonna help you but if you got some person just on the phone that picks up all day long just a phone don't know nothing about the bike I don't want to work with people like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry for sorry for that. No, I, no, it makes sense. It may. I don't want to spend time to talk about quality with somebody who don't know nothing about their products. So yeah, we talked about a shop. We talked about bikes. We talked about a lot of things. We have still one topic that we need to talk about. Let's talk about riding, really, the bike, and. Uh, I want to ask you two questions, actually, on that. I was talking, thinking about three, but we're going to go for, through, for two. You know this area really good, but actually you have been riding the bike for a bit of time. You went all over Europe and stuff. Tell me what was, which one was your favorite bike ride in my, life? My favorite bike ride in life? I can tell you, actually. If you want, I can start and I can tell you mine. Yeah. Tell me yours. I don't remember. <laughs> oh, no, like my favorite... A ride was one, especially like I even lost my phone. I was so angry, but now, yeah, it was, it was so funny. I went with Fabian. Thank you, Fabian. You had a lot of patience that day with me. <laughs> Hi, Fabian. Hope you're doing good. So the day was, it, it started super good that day. We went to Gutstannen. We slept there outside. On the floor. Okay. No on, tent, on, nothing. It was summer then. Uh, no, 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 no. It was the... We wanted to ride the 
Novena, Nufenen. Ah, the Nufenen. Passo del Novena. Nufenen pass. Just sorry if I interrupt you there. Pass. So I usually do the Nufenen. Always are Capricorns up there. Always. I've never seen any. I go there pretty often and usually I don't go there in the weekend in but order to less... You don't less can go... You should go with the bike, not with the car. I go with the bike. Oh, okay. I've never okay. been there with the car. And usually I go during the week because during the weekend there is a lot of cars around. So... That's nice. No, usually I do the Nufenen pass. In, no, we uh, did it before the, the pass was open. Ah, because so usually the pass opens we, in July, right? Yeah, so we just slept after the, the barrier. Uh-huh. Yeah, on the street. And we woke up and then we, we start riding. And at the first serpentine who came. Yes, yes, yes. My DI2 Akka was empty. Ooh. <laughs> no battery anymore, man. So you go single speed. No, no, no. That means on the front, it went down on the small chain ring. And on the rear, I had my 1128 cassette. Yeah, ready for it. Uh, no, sorry, sorry, sorry. 1134 it was. Okay, even better. But it was able to change some gears left. and But... How you know when you're climbing with a fully loaded bike, you change more gears and yeah, I arrived on top and then we went down, I roll, we ate something, we climbed up the Gotardo. Di Tremola. La Tremola. Yes. We climbed up La Tremola, was all, also closed, so we need to walk through the snow. And then we went down and we rode the Oberal Pass. And it was quite funny because... From Andermatt. Yeah, from Andermatt. Yeah. And then was the, the funny thing about that day was uh, that Fabian had also DI2. So we stopped and we just take his cable to change my rear tire, the gears. So I need to stop to change the gears. Like it was, I was feeling like back in 1930s, but on a, electric, on a, on a road bike. Wheel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah. Uh, and then we went, we rode down the Oberal Pass. I don't remember the, the name of a village we stopped, we eat there a pizza. And yeah, we continue riding. And yeah, in my super, super gears I had to choose in that moment, I was pedaling like an animal. And I have lost, and I have lost my phone. Because you were too fast. Yeah, because I you had were to spinning pedal, too much. I was spinning like an animal, <laughs> and were, yeah. And then I, I lost my phone. At one point, I realized it, and I have been super angry. I wanted to throw away my bike, and uh, but yeah, can't change at that moment. And then we continue, yeah, until Kur we rode, and that was like. I don't know, it was such a funny day. Like, everything went wrong. But you ever did three passes in one year? <laughs> I've, I've never done it. And I think that I know a guy that did exactly in that area. No, uh, I did it on the fixed. I did this on the fixed. Too. Okay, okay. Also, how is the name? Uh, now, actually, people are going to be angry at me. It's a guy also from Bern, I think. A super famous fixed gear rider, sponsored by Red Bull. Yeah, he's, he's not sponsored. Let's talk about his sponsorship by Red Bull. Is, he's a model for Red Bull. 
Do we want to say his name as well? Or yes, I can tell you. Patrick okay. Sivers. Exactly. Okay. He did an amazing movie and an amazing film about it. This, yeah, but let's five let's, different things. Five different let's talk about it. Let's talk about the movie quality, not about his writing skills. Okay, no, no, no. The movie was amazing, <laughs> was super inspiring. I don't know how he writes. I've never written with him together, so I don't know. Shoot out to Janos who made the video for him. Okay. Shoot out to Janos who made. Okay, okay, yeah, okay. Ah, yeah, it's the, your friend photographer. Yeah, That's exactly. his name, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I need to meet him actually because he's super good in photography. He, he made, he made a, a portrait of you that you almost look good. Yes, but this is thanks to the guys from Photoshop from India. Okay. <laughs> that's nice. That's nice. No, but uh, yeah, Patrick Seabase did something like this time. Yeah. Okay, but we are not going to mention him. Um, no, it's super great, actually. And they said, the, ah, no, I was telling you about the Nuffenen Pass. Mm -hmm. I usually do it. I go to Andermatt once every year, usually around the uh, uh, National Day of Switzerland. First of August. First of August, exactly. I go there usually when there are the, uh, the fireworks and stuff, and actually I get super scared. To escape them? Sorry? To escape them? To escape them from Zurich. I don't like it, and actually I go to Andermatt. I usually... Let's make a couple of shout-outs there. It's not a problem. I usually go all the time to the same hostel. It's called the base camp. Uh, it's, uh, yeah, it's not an hostel. Basically, it's kind of a refuge. And uh, I go there, I sleep there, and then I go out from Andermatt, one of my favorite places in Switzerland, I have to say. I go down, I do first the Furka, and I do it usually during the week and not close to that day because otherwise it's full of cars. I do the Furka, pretty easy. And then after that, you go down, you turn left and you start the Newfoundland Pass. You still stop at the James Bond Photoshop? No, never, never. Never, never, never. There is an that you do only one time when you are a beginner. Exactly. You do the first time. I did it the first time in 2013. Exactly. exactly. And, then, and now it's a tradition. I think I did it three or four times. I do it every year. And uh, yeah, I go to the Nürnberg Pass, you turn left, and then you see the freaking climb is waiting for you because you can see it on the left when you start the climb. On the right, there is kind of a, uh, how do you call it, a windmill for electricity. You can see it on the right. Yeah. And then you go up and you see the freaking climb and you say, why am I doing that? Why every year? Then you go up, you have a couple of something like straight lines that are pretty tough, and then you go up. Then actually when you arrive on top, you understand why you're doing it because the view there is amazing. But there is one shop on the top that is so brutalist. Seems like somebody from Soviet Union or from Poland put it there. It's super brutalist. And then you say, okay, I take a picture to the glacier or I take a picture to the brutalist shop and I do it to the brutalist shop all the time. Then I go down, Airolo, left, Tremola San Gottardo, down back to, to, Airolo, uh, to, to Andermatt. 100 kilometers, 3,200 meters of elevation. Fix a gear. Yes, I don't know, like, I remember, like, 2016, I asked a friend if I can rent a steamroller, like a early steamroller fixed gear, and I rode from Bern to Glarus, like, first on the flat, Zurich, Ziegelbrücke, Glarus, yeah, was totally easy, so I decided, okay, let's get back uh, with the bike, with the fixed and I had all my stuff on the back to burn over the mountain. So a friend of mine came with a road bike from Velokurirladen, a good friend. And yeah, we, we started to ride the Klausen Pass. I arrived on top like 30 minutes before, before him. Yeah, of course, because there you have to spin. Yeah, There's no free will. They have to spin there. You have to spin and yeah, you, you ride like animal. Yeah, and 
I think it was the time I have been the fittest in my world, uh -huh. in, in my life. Like, wow, okay. I really have been fit then. So we went down and then we climbed the Susten. And the Susten is the biggest asshole if you climb up from Vazen. Because you see so... You see it straight. <laughs> you, see, you see it straight and you know, okay, the next 30 minutes, this is going to be the view. With suffer. Yeah. No, actually, I remember, I, I don't remember with whom I was talking. I was in Davos, I think, Rabrunden. Um, and I was at the table talking before I ride uh, with somebody. I don't remember who it was, so I'm super sorry for that. But she was telling me that she did the Susan so many times, but the only time that she could beat our, her personal record was one day that was completely foggy, so you cannot see when it was arriving, the top. So she was just there watching the fog and going straight and actually waiting for the things to finish. Because otherwise, you, you really see the pass from way before. Let's be serious. The Susten from Vazen, this is just a mental joke. This is not... It never finishes. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I need to do it back. I did it just once. But, like, one question to you. Now, now, now let's turn, let's turn, let's turn. Now I got a question. What's Tell me. your favorite pass you have done? Oof, that's a tough one, man. So, everybody would say... Jutliberg. Yeah, Jutliberg. <laughs> I, do, I do it something like once a week, more or less. So, yeah, it's a good one. No, Jutliberg, I love it because... At the end is not an eye pass, it's I think 800 meters, but it's everything on gravel and it's empty, it's good. And from time to time you can see also some wildlife there and it's beautiful. Uh, no, but I don't know. I, I can tell you, I can, let me say three of them. Yes. Let's say the Clausen Pass from, where is, the, where is the side when you start with the little cobblestone side? I think from Glarus. Glarus, yeah. yes. The Clausen Pass from Glarus is just awesome. Insane. You After Urner Boden, when you arrive in this area where is this, the huge valley. Yes, there is a huge valley, exactly. And it's kind of, it's not climbing anymore. It's not going up. It's flat. And you can see all over the world and you can you're all over around. And actually you can see the pass up there and you can see the peak of the mountains. I think that the Clausen Pass is one of my favorite. And it was probably the first one that I did in Switzerland. So that's why it's really close to my heart. So when I moved here, the first high pass that I did was that. So Clausen is probably one of my favorite ones. Everybody who comes from Italy would probably tell you Stelvio from Prato. But... Stelvio from Santa Maria with the Umbrail Pass is, for me, I love it more because until 10 years ago, the Umbrail Pass has been gravel. You know that? And I, when I was there, so I did, the time that I did this one, I did the um, Stelvio from Bormio, that is my favorite side. Then I went down from the Umbrail, went back, and then I did Prato. it from Prato. And I remember that the downhill, down from the Umbrail back to Switzerland, Santa Maria, This was brand new tarmac. Exactly, exactly brand new tarmac. And I thought that it was gravel before. I just want to tell you something. Tell me. Santa Maria. Mm -hmm. And then you go out to Mistair. Mm -hmm. That is where I'm going. Ah, oh, really? Yes, that is where I'm coming from. Oh, that's super great. So, you know, home pass, Umbrail Stelvio. Exactly. Okay. And there, when you climb the Stelvio... You can climb up, and you, if you get up there really at the end of August, you can climb up on a gravel bike up to 3,050 meters. Should we do it together this year? Yes, let's do that. Let's do that.
I'm completely mm-hmm. with that. Yeah. Uh, there was a funny thing. My mom told me that. And I was there, ah, forget about it. But uh, I went up and I was so fucking surprised. It was That's so nice. nice. Yeah, we should do it together then. Then probably this will become one of my favorite passes. So second favorite passes, our pass I would say um, Stelvio from Bormio. Because I love in almost to the top, almost close where there is this lovely... F- Let's be serious. You love from Worm, you, you love the alcohol. What's the what's the name of it? <laughs> no, the grappa. No, 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 no. The... Then I don't know it. <laughs> <sighs> For sure you know it. I will have the name after after when we are finished together. Exactly, exactly. Now we're gonna get the name. No, but I was saying actually super close to the waterfall, the beautiful water waterfall straight before the Umbrail Pass. Uh, there is a grave. I don't know if everybody knows it, but I'm in love with graveyards. Not because I'm a creepy motherfucker, but just because I think there is a lot From of the peace. Second World War. Yes, exactly, of the First World War. And I think it's super cool and peaceful. It's really a graveyard from the mountains and I really like it. So that's a place where I really like. And then my third favorite pass, let's think about that, is, 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 I don't know, I've done so many. I don't know, I'm a bit, yeah, thank you. Yeah, uh, Mario is asking me if I want another beer, so probably I'm going to get another beer. But my uh, third best pass, I'm a bit undecided. And I don't know if it's Colle delle Finestre, that I really love, or Albula Pass. Albula Pass is also lovely. You go on top of that, there are, there's the train. That train up there is just incredibly nice. So these are my... Shoot out to Braukunst. Exactly. Another beer is coming. No, but uh, yeah, these are my probably three favorite passes. It's it's quite nice. Like um, my three favorite passes I ever have row is number one Transfogarashan in Romania. In Romania, it's the one that is crazily long, something like fifty kilometers. The yes, more, more, even ah. more. Like I rode up from Pitesti. Means I started. Cheers. Salute. Uh, I started at seven o'clock in the morning, and I told myself, "Yeah, you got three Snickers, some food, some little food left, bottles full of water. Okay, it's gonna be okay." And then I start riding. I don't know. Like I had after fifty k's, I had thousand five hundred high meters. And I took out my phone to check what's get yeah what what's when I get up there, and then I saw okay now you get down again then you get up again then you get down again then you get up again this is in this famous Dracula Valley oh yeah the Transylvania Transylvania is so insane but at the end it was funny it took me 160 k's to get on top of the pass oof. Um, when I arrived up there, I had 4,000 high meters. In one go. In one <laughs> go. And yeah, I t- but I, I never, I tried to road, not the, the, the fast road. Tell me the second, your favorite second pass, your second favorite pass. Stelvio. From Santa Maria. From Santa Maria. Okay. It, yeah, it means... It's your it, backyard. Is, yeah, is it the Stelvio or is it Umbrail or is it both? Uh, I think that until the first part is the umbrail, 
And I think it's the highest pass in Switzerland. In Switzerland, yes. No, the first or the second? Because probably the first is Furka. No, it's the highest, I it's think. It's the highest, I yeah. think. Yeah, anyways, and then you arrive to Stelvio with the and second part, it is 2,700. 2,700, and like two years ago when I climbed up on, on 3,000, yeah, that was mind-blowing, like... But the road is good, so the gravel road is good to arrive. Yeah, they are yeah. riding up there with, with the huge SUVs. Stuff ah, like okay. Yeah, with the jeeps. Okay. Um, up there is a glacier and they carry other stuff. <laughs> but, and then the third pass, Tremola. Because it's out of this world. I mean, it's from another century. I don't know, like, probably my first, really first bikepacking trip alone I made. I came back from Italy and I, there was no Apidura brand or stuff like this. So I had a front roll from Fairweather, from, I ordered it from Japan mm-hmm. and my seat bag. I just took like this waterproof bags ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. and duct tape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of people does it now. Yes, exactly. You were doing it back then. Yeah, and I started like this, and my my idea, yeah, went down to Italy, to to Genova to touch the sea, and to get back. It was in the springtime, so I arrived in Airolo, so no, uh, in in the the I always said like the the La Tremola was closed. Uh huh. The pass was closed. So yeah, was my first experience with the closed pass. So okay, let's go for it. So I climbed up. I started to climb. At that time, with uh, 53, 39, 11, 28. Old school. Old school. Yeah, this is like mid school. This is mid school, not old school. Ah, uh, come on, yeah. With the 39 on the back, a small gear. Yeah, it's true. From time to time, they were used to have the 42. <laughs> in front of the small wheel, you're right. Medium school. Medium school. Um, so, and in the middle of the, the tremolo, the snow begins. And it was like, okay, should I walk? Should I turn? And I decided for myself, go for the adventure. You got everything, even to sleep in the snow. So, go ahead. And I, I walked over it. Yeah. It talks me about six or seven hours. She usually it takes fifty minutes, <laughs> just for you to know. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, I was the first guy who took this road in this year. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> yeah, there was nothing. There have been some um, ski, like from the ski dudes, yes. but when you have walked there inside, it was so slippery, and sometimes you break in, and when you broke in, like your shin. Was cut it from the from the ice from the ice. Wow! So it was I sta- also cold then. Yeah, it was still winter. Yeah. So I decided to walk in the in the the, the fresh st- snow in the fresh snow. So always like yeah, about 50, 60 centimeters in the snow was so hard, and then carry the heavy bike with loaded bike. It yeah. was sunny. Yeah, that's an adventure. Yeah, super adventure. Well, we talked a lot about our favorite mountains, favorite climbs, Mario's favorite ride in his life, and sounds pretty good. Fixed gear on our, on our, uh, fixed gear on high mountains. 
we just need one little piece. Well, we were talking about Komoot at the beginning, so we all know that actually Komoot is supporting this podcast, and the question that I like to ask to everybody so that we can also populate my collection there is, what's your favorite backyard ride? I actually usually define my backyard ride or a backyard ride in general for the ride that you have around home, so really on your backyard, and you can do it easily without not even having your eyes open. You know every every turn and uh, you know everything that you can see out there and you actually know that you're going to get anyways a great adventure and a lot of thinking while you're riding it. Do you have something like this? Yeah, I think I don't have a favorite favorite ride like this like um after 10 years of messengering in this city this is like Working on a jungle, yeah, you go out and yeah, this I was loving a lot. But now, yeah, if you go to Komoot, you will see like best gravel around Bern. Mm-hmm. It's on your account. It's on my account, Velo Mario. Velo Mario. Okay, okay, okay. And yeah, you will see there. So we did with Andy from Komoot. Uh, no, sorry, Andy from Project Pedal Further. We did some some tracks around Bern. Those are super lovely and they will grow up more and more. I I, I don't want to say this is my favorite ride. I can't say that. I can't just say this is my favorite memory of a ride. Or if you take this part from Bern with this part and this part and this, you will have a super nice ride. Okay, okay, okay. So yeah, basically, there's not only one place, but you can find a lot of nice rides all around here. Burn, that's what you mean. Exactly. Like, 10 minutes on the bike and you're out of the city. Yes, 10 minutes less. of the bike. Less, less. Yeah. Less than 10 minutes on the bike and you're out of the city on gravel. And on, on serious, funny gravel. You can have some serious gravel Deutsche Autobahn. You can ride fast as fuck. You can have some serious trails. Yeah, I think we are living in a gravel heaven. Yes, it's pretty. It's pretty cool. It's a gravel area here because you have a lot of nice tracks on gravel with no cars and everything like that. It's way better than Zurich on that, I would say. You can find also some nice, really nice rides as well in Zurich in, on gravel, but probably Bern you have more and uh, a I bit more remote. I think we got more less populated, yeah. less populated and yeah, we got more hills. We don't got the lake, for sure not, but we got the, the beautiful area. In summer you have to come and you take a swim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but yeah, we got everything just around. Yeah. Let me ask you one question, though. Uh, We didn't talk about one of your favorite backyard rides, but I want to ask you something that actually hits my curiosity the first time that I rode here the bike. Um, There is not so far away from here. I cannot tell you exactly, localize it exactly where it is, but there is something like a little segment that is an old Roman road. Right, that there is, I don't know, this we can call it pave or whatever, it's just fucked up stones. Yeah, you like the guys from Tak Tak Cycling uh, and Tak Tak Cycling is actually a shop that is also here in Bern. It's, it's close, it's, yeah, it's also in our neighborhood. Tak Tak ah, Cycling, yeah, 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 yeah. It's cool shop, I got Cinelli and 
a lot of Italian things. They have also all about Ital- the yeah. optics and stuff like this. Yes, and Jan Heroia on Instagram. Yes, he they do the Flambern. Oh yes, usually during oh, yes. the, the, Flan- the Tour de Flanders period. I, exactly, and they do it then, and after afterwards you go to Taktak and you will have some meat from Belgium. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, it's quite funny, and yeah, that's a, a nice road. It's just like 200 meters climb, but you climb up to to the sky. It's so nice. No, actually, I did it in the downhill though, and it was not so yeah, funny. Yeah, you went out the hill. It was not super funny because actually my skills are not super good, so I actually almost fall a couple of times. But yeah, but it's nice. It's really a road from the ancient Rome. It's crazy. I don't think if you're th- talking about the same road. Then. Really? Okay. Yeah. It's not a, a big road. Or r- riding cars there? No, 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 no. no, 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 no then no. we are not talking about the same road. No, no, no. We are talking about yeah, a little gravel kind of. Uh, Stone right. I don't remember. He, like the the problem is we got full of old um, Römerwege. Really, full like full. Okay. Uh, yeah, you should come here and ride, and I can show you full of them. Even Perfect. like one is like a dream spot of mine. A dream spot of mine. We have to enter like a private area, but totally easy. It's a, it's from a friend of mine. Okay, okay. So we are not gonna be shot. Yeah, okay. no problem, no problem. Mm. And then first, we ride some North Shore. You know what this is, North Shore? In the mountain biking, you call that North Shore when you're riding like on wooden uh, bridges, small. In the, okay. Yeah, first you, you ride like this, and then you arrive on the, on the Alt Römerweg, like how you say it? Said it in Roman Road. Roman Road, yeah. And then you got there a little lake, like... Welcome to Wonderland. Yeah, yeah we'll okay. show you. Okay, show. We're going to go there together. Yeah. Uh, let me ask you the last thing, actually, and then we're really going to close, because here we are really going close to two hours. I can see there is a photo here on a bridge, right? I think that there is... Andy, yeah. That's Andy. Tell me more about that place. Where is it? Um, the fact is, I don't know fr- where it is, because uh, Sarah and Andy, Project Pedal Further, they gave this photo to me as a thank you. Ah, okay, okay. I think that actually it got, I think it got some prices probably it, on the cycle tips. This picture got some tips. prices? Yes, exactly. Cycling tips, yeah. Exactly. But yeah, I'm going to show you anyways, people. It's going to be down in the notes, but it's super beautiful. There is this kind of rope uh, bridge going into some trees in the autumn so, yeah, the autumn yes. season. The it's colors super are insane. Sarah made such a great job as a photographer. Yeah. yeah Andy yeah. had an easy job. He had just had to walk and push his bike. Yeah, exactly. It's not even riding the bike. I it's hope just pushing he didn't it. have a flat tire. Maybe it did. Maybe it did. Maybe Man, it there did. is somebody there on the door. Yeah, but it's closed. Oh, that's okay. That's okay. So we can actually... No, they are clocking. I will check. Okay, let's check. So, they knocked the door and they were super nice people bringing here some good prints from the Dead Ends and Cakes race. Do you want to say hi, people? Say hi. Hi! hi it's always a party when you are at Velo Mario. No, the shop is closed. Come over, bring biscuits. We have been here forever. We are no, hungry. No, just joke. This is a funny story. Shoot out to that and, uh, that and the cake race. Do you want to say the story about the climber yourself doing a wheelie? 
No. No, no. No. Yeah, yeah. My really, you see on their pictures, there was a walking next to the bike. It was too, a little too hard. We chose the, the shortest way to St. Gallen, the, the last climb. Really, the official shortest way to St. Gallen? Yeah, and officially the stupidest way too. <laughs> are you gonna do this because i know that actually that now they're gonna be soon i don't know when you're listening to that people soon the openings of the race are sorry um the, 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 the registrations for the, race. the registration exactly the registration is gonna be open and you have usually if you did it already last year you have double the chance to do it are you gonna subscribe to that yes for sure i'm gonna try it <laughs> for sure i'm gonna try it because uh, yeah i have some i, I want to finish otherwise. There must be another road, not that steep one at the end. <laughs> okay, you're going to do solo or again with Fabian? Uh, I want uh, Charlie, my mechanic. He asked Makes me if, if we, if we want to ride this together and I told him, yeah, for sure. That's perfect. You know that actually I'm trying to push Domi to have me on the media side. If I cannot do that, actually probably the first option is to ride it as well. So probably I, we're gonna I know where he's living. We can... Go take a screw out of his valve from the tires. This would make a lot of sense, but not before the dancing cakes. We can do it before one of his ultra races. No, we, we are doing during his races, so he can do, do a picture now. from us. You know? Anyways, let's do it now. I think it's five o'clock. How much five does o'clock? it take? Two hours to, not two and a half hours to Sangal? Yeah. Okay. By train, Domi, we are coming. Yes, exactly. Yeah, wait for us. No, but oh, that's super. No, great. shoot out Domi for your. I think it's an amazing event. Insane event, yes. Yes, yes, yes. yes. An amazing event. The only point is, it's this year is going to be in a period that is super crowded. Yes, uh, especially when you do the first thing like bam, like wow, like he did it, super familiar and everything. Yeah, let's see what they're going to do now. I think he's going to do a super great job. I think so. I think we so. We know him already, and he already got something in his back pocket. Okay, okay. We want to know more. If you want there to know more. There is not money, there is love inside. So <laughs> that's we, we know what you're going to do with it. Okay, that's great. Well, people, I would say that we can say goodbye to everybody, right? Do you have, do you have something that you want to add where people can find you on Instagram, on Komoot, on the address from Bern where the people can find you? Yeah. Tell us more. No, just check out Velo Mario on Instagram. And yeah, that's all. My homepage is uh, still from 2020, like uh, old one. Mm -hmm. Never did something. That's why I you prefer, I prefer to wear, work on your bikes than on my homepage. But no, go check out on Instagram Velo Mario and Calamaro. Exactly, absolutely. Calamaro.cc. No, it's not calamaro.cc. It's actually my website. Calamaro.cc yeah, yeah. is my handle on Instagram. It makes sense. Sorry, people. The point is that some beers were cracked and now we have some nice chat to do with these people. So we have to say goodbye. It was a pleasure, by the way, man. It was super ple pleasure and respectful talk we had. Absolutely. Thank you. Respectful, as always. Well, people, I will talk to you soon. Ciao. Love you all. Ciao. Woof! Almost two hours of talking. How cool was it? I mean, we talked about all the cultural part of cycling in this world in particular and Bern and Switzerland in general is the other way around. How much I loved it. We talked about my friends Nico, my friend Jan, my friend Kruki, my friend Sarah. Uh, 
really a lot of things. Thanks a lot, Mario. I mean, it was great. And exactly in exactly in the accent from Bologna, exactly in this period, I'm also thinking about going to Santa Maria, arriving till the Stelvio, and then with my gravel bike, arriving on top of this 3000 meter pass only on gravel. Does it sound beautiful? It's so amazing. Mario, thanks a lot for building up this amazing community. It's a bit of time that I'm not coming over. We're gonna see each other pretty soon. Drink another beer together and have some rides. It's super beautiful. You like this episode, people. If you liked it, then please share it with the friends because that's so important, people, to share stories from our communities. That's the thing. A community that welcomes everybody and shares only a lot of love. All the time that I'm talking with Mario, we talk about love because that's what pushes all of us on keep on helping each other and living the bike as should be lived, like an inclusion tool. Enough from philosophy here. Thanks a lot for listening. Share it. Subscribe to the channel. Uh, I mean, to the podcast. Uh, comment, rate it. Do whatever you think is worth it for me it's really really appreciated and values a lot so if you can please do it and if you can go down description below coffee link and drop some coins there because this will really help me on keeping this podcast really independent again thanks for the support komoot your maps are just amazing and we all love a good bunch of adventure remember people if you're still not part of the community go on komoot.com slash g like greenland put the code broom and enjoy an extra free region and if you can once that you are into the application also subscribe to the notes from outside a kind of a newsletter with a lot of adventure and a lot of cool things what else is missing? Yes, Bikey Geese down below the COVID jar. I think this is the only episode that I recorded since 2020 where we never talked about COVID. How cool is that? But on the other side, I'm going to continue drop some coins in my COVID jar. You can do the same. The link is down below. And we are going to support Bikey Geese, the charity with supporting women refugees in learning how to ride a bike and really unlock their mobility and also freedom, cultural freedom. That's super great. And this soundtrack that you are listening is from Shasha Z, this amazing collective that are collecting music, actually this amazing label that is collecting music from the most independent and progressive musician from Ukraine. I think it's enough. Nothing else to say. You know what? I don't know how to call this mini-series. If you have an idea, drop me a line. Calamaro CC or the Broom Wagon Podcast on Instagram. People, until the next couple of weeks, I will talk to you soon. <laughs>